Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. To tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight down the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Tonight, I'm joined by Lee, and Lee had a run-in with a rather interesting hitchhiker while in Kempsey of New South Wales. Lee, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Your story is very interesting. It's one that hasn't ever been featured on the podcast before, I don't believe. And that always gets me really excited. So, Lee, I'm absolutely enthralled with your email. Can you walk me through what happened with this hitchhiker? Yeah, sure. This was back in, I I think it was January 2023, and my Best friend Sarah and I, we went down to Port Macquarie. Sarah lives in Kempsey, by the way, and to get to Port Macquarie, you have to drive maybe 100 kilometres south. I don't know the exact kilometres. We hung out in Port Macquarie, came back at about 8.30 at night time, and there's a turn off the Princess Highway, I think that's what it's called, to go to Kempsey. Just at the turn off there's a roundabout and it's quite dark and I said to Sarah I said a bit spooky and we're driving through and I get this waft of perfume and I keep it to myself and I'm thinking I'm not wearing perfume I know Sarah wasn't wearing perfume and it was too strong to be deodorant it was a very distinctive perfume and it happened again about two minutes later it came through the car again and it, it's dark at this stage. And I said to Sarah, I said, are you wearing perfume? She said, no, I can smell this too. I said, second time it's happened. She said, yeah, I've smelled it twice now. And then we're driving down the road and I smelled it again. I don't think Sarah did that time. And it was really bizarre. It was so bizarre. It was so strong. 
And I said, oh, maybe we picked up a hitchhiker. Who knows? Had a bit of a giggle and, <laughs> you know. So, and we proceeded to drive home and that was basically it for the night. And yes, Sarah stays, lives in Kempsey, as I said. And that, that part, we went to bed. It was a fairly restless night, actually. I didn't sleep very well at all. And Sarah said she didn't either. And... I, that was on the Saturday. I went up there on the Friday. I was supposed to go back on the Monday because I do live south of Kempsey, near Sydney. And on the Sunday morning, woke up and we're both tired. And Sarah was just sweeping the floor. And I'm talking to her and I don't know what we're talking about. And she looked sideways at me. But looked, I, I can't, it's like, like she had her head down and she looked sideways at me, but her eyes, they were just not hurt. She looked evil and it made me feel sick to the stomach. And um, I sat down, I cut my trip short. I'm not staying here. Uh, not after seeing that. And I just sort of, said to her, I'd like to go home. I didn't go too much into it. I didn't want to freak her out because we're both believers in the supernatural and I thought I could be overreacting, you know, but I I just felt sick in the stomach. I wanted to go home. So I packed my stuff up and I went home early and she was quite upset to see me go because we don't see, to see each other that much. We're like distant. And then I'm driving back to Sydney. I make a pit stop by the side of the road and this is a weird thing as well I don't know if it's anything to do with it it was one of those little toilet stops I get out do whatever come back get into my car I received two phone calls on my phone from my phone number which I don't understand maybe it's a glitch I don't know and it was bizarre I know that phone number yes it's mine it happened twice and it you know, you press the green button on the blue light to answer the call. There's nothing there, of course. But And now I went into the history of the phone and there's nothing there. And it, it's, that was quite bizarre. Anyway, cutting to a few days later, I think this was on the Wednesday or the Thursday after I came home, I spoke to Sarah and I said, listen, mate, I said, you've got to save your house. I said, there's something wrong. And I explained what happened. I said, the way you looked at me when we were having that chat, she said, what chat? I said, you were sweeping the floor. She said, yeah, I was sweeping the floor. I remember that. And I said, well, we're talking about such and such. And she said, it was no conversation. And it that just made me think, oh, it, it just blew my mind. It just blew my mind. She doesn't remember anything apart from sweeping the floor, she doesn't remember the conversation, which to me, like, by her giving me that really horrible, evil look, um, and her not remembering the conversation, what the hell was going on? That was scary, and she freaked out a little bit. I said, look, just look after yourself. You know what you've got to do. So she got the stage out, and she did as much protection stuff as she could, and that was that part. Okay, so we're skipping from January now to last month. Ever since that time, I think Sarah has been going through more of a hard time, like spiritually, like mentally, 
And she went to see a healer, like a spiritual healer. And the healer actually asked her if her ears were blocked. And she said, yeah, they're, they're, they're constantly blocked. And she did the healing thing. She said, you've got a woman attached to you and you know her from the Kempsey area, but you knew her when she was alive and now she's dead. So I don't know if that's linked, that lady is linked, but apparently this deceased woman that Sarah knew was always trying to get Sarah's attention and was like screaming in her ears to tell her that she's dead. And they worked together in a professional capacity. So, yeah, so that's what happened. And this spirit was led to the light by this healer. And Sarah does feel better now. And, yeah, so that's the story. That's what's happened. It's very, it might sound confusing, but that's the story from beginning to end. That is, that's rather terrifying, like kind of all aspects of that, because it it makes me think that the the smell that you were smelling was this woman's perfume back in the car all the way back in January. That's what Sarah said as well. And when Sarah did go to see this spiritual healer, um, she mentioned that she believed it could have been that woman from, or the spirit from the car with the perfume. And I believe it too, because I was thinking before she said it, but it makes so much sense to me. Like, this woman, this deceased woman, is from the Kempsey area. And who knows? Who knows? But she affected Sarah in such a strange way. So you said that Sarah had a previous connection with this woman. Did mm-hmm. did she happen to recognize that that scent of perfume by any chance? No, 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 not at all. I had no idea. I wonder why this woman was so compelled to to attach herself to her. And it could have just been one of these sliding door scenarios where potentially that woman's spirit was just kind of lost and found her as she was driving by. It could have just been a really weird coincidence like that. I do know that Sarah, when this lady was alive, I don't know this lady's name, by the way. Sarah used to help her a lot. And she knew she was going through hard times and it didn't look very good for this woman. But Sarah would try to help her as much as she could. And maybe there it's come from. Sarah's very caring. She does have a heart. And if she sees someone, see someone that she'll give you the shirt off her back. And I think maybe this is where it's come from. She knows Sarah has a good heart. Yeah. It, it almost like, this this spirit doesn't want to leave Sarah and the the mm. thing that I find the most hair raising about this encounter is the fact that Sarah can't remember that conversation that you were having with her it was bizarre that is so bizarre, bizarre. and yeah. does she you said she remembered sweeping the floor but does that play out differently in her mind? Like, does that whole scenario 
seem different for her than it does for you, apart from the conversation? It just seems like, look, she remembers sweeping the floor. She remembers me being there, but she doesn't remember talking to me. And I know we were having a full-on conversation. That, that's the thing. And it was in the lounge room and she doesn't remember any of it. She said there was no conversation. Yeah, it's not like it was a passing little comment or something no. like that. Mm-mm. No, no way. And the look that she gave me at the time, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much how I felt when you were telling it because <sighs> this is this is your best friend, you know. You, you've, yeah. you've purposely gone out of your way to spend this time with her. Mm. And... When you see the the look in her eyes, and 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 my notes kind of said here, like you said, her eyes looked evil, like they weren't hers. Yeah, that's got to yeah. be just so chilling in that moment. Oh yeah, like it wasn't like black eyes or anything like that, but this really sly evil look, like this sideways glance, and I'm thinking, oh Jesus Christ, just sorry, blasphemy there, you know, but mm, wasn't good at all, and it. Sort of, it made me really panic at the time, and maybe I shouldn't have gone home. But I'm thinking I'm not staying in the house with that. No, I don't blame you. And no. I, I could imagine, like you probably felt a, a little bit of sense of guilt of leaving your friend, oh. knowing what you saw without telling her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't want her to freak out at the time, but she had nobody staying with her. That's a sad thing too. Um, her husband was out of town and um, I thought, oh, no, I just I can't do it. Like, I was I was that scared. I thought, what if she's not all there and or this is affecting her? I didn't really realise. I did realise that it could have been from the previous night, but it just hit too close to home for me. It was like, no, nah, I cannot do it. Wake up and I've got like, some crazy best friend with a Trying to suffocate your suffering. <laughs> 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 we can laugh about it now, but uh, at the time, no way. Yeah, no, I, it's. It, I wouldn't know what to do in that situation because mm. uh, you know you see your best friend, and then they look at you, and you just get that that feeling like that it's not them. Yeah, and there's like some type of malice to it. I I don't blame oh. you for leaving because, like you said. You don't know what's going on. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Yeah, I was shaking. I was actually shaking and I just 
I finished my coffee and I was still a bit trembling. And I had a bit, I thought about it, I thought, should I go home? Should I go home? Yeah, I'm going home. Yeah, packed my bag and left. And when I left, she was very upset because she didn't want me to go early. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'm, probably I'm, get. I'm going to play yeah. devil's advocate here. Do mm. you do you think she was upset or do you think that this potential spirit was upset? I've never considered that point of view. Oh, at the time, I just thought it was Sarah that was upset. Yeah, but I, I haven't considered that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 Good totally point. fine. It's it's just something that stands out to me if. There was, and I, I hate using the word possession here, um, mm. because that, that is just absolute speculation. Um, mm. but potential influence on your friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it was not her. It was not right. And I do use the word possession. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, but I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She was not right. It was like, Something was in her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and the, the weirdness of, you know, getting a call from your own number is also just kind of adds to that whole weirdness. Like, you know, with they usually say things come in threes and you had the, the weird encounter in the car, you had the weird encounter with your friend and then you had the weird encounter with your phone. You know, that's – I feel like sometimes coincidences happen, but that seems a bit out of place. Well, have you ever heard of that happening before? No. With the phones? Never. Never. Strangest thing. Like like I said, it rang because I was sitting in the car having, having a drink, whatever. Then ring. I know that number. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> have a drive. <laughs> and it just spun me right out. Yeah. Couldn't so- believe it. So you said that um, Sarah was potentially like having some more potential battles with this this yeah. kind of supernatural thing. Like, is that is it something that seemed to affect her life from? Well, from from what you said here, it's kind of for about six months. It kind of seemed to hang yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm a and I believe that if you're already down somehow, which Sarah was, I won't go into the reasons. But if you're already down, I think certain spirits see that as an entry point to get in somehow because they prey on you when you're low. That's what I believe. But I think this person or spirit has latched on, already knew Sarah and latched on and had been, has been with her since January, gone now, hopefully. But yeah, all that time, all that time. And... I've spoken to Sarah since she had the cleansing. And I said, well, how are you feeling? She said, so much better. I can think clearly. My ears aren't blocked. And, yeah, and we talk about it a bit because it's like a debrief sort of thing. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, but she said she feels so much better since she had the cleansing. I find it really fascinating, the fact that she had uh, essentially physical effects from this thing. Because yeah. you know, like blocked ears, like what a what a funny thing to to have an issue with related to the yeah. paranormal, and the fact that when she went to this cleanser, that's what kind of cured her her ailment there in in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. 
this poor spirit, like I said, was passed on, like sent it through to the light. But this poor spirit had been screaming in, in Sarah's ear trying to get her attention. I wonder if All Sarah. I wonder if Sarah knew the the voice was there, and maybe she was just ignoring it, or maybe she just wasn't attuned to it, and that's why she she felt like her ears were blocked. Yeah, she wasn't in tune with it. No, she didn't even consider it. It's- yeah, and I mean, yeah, if it was me, I'd be thinking, oh, my ears are blocked. I better go and get them checked out. But yeah, I think I'd sort of be the same if I was Sarah. I wouldn't be. Necessarily thinking it would, we had picked up a, a spirit she knew. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a it's a ludicrous thought to go. Well, my ears are blocked. I think I've got someone following me in the spirit world. Stalkers. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, so your Sarah and, and yourself, you know, you, you said earlier you're a bit of a uh, a believer in the in the paranormal before all yeah. that kind of happened. Mm. When mm. you saw the that the look that she was giving you wasn't essentially her, did mm. you instantly have thoughts of this isn't normal like that, that's something that might be paranormal or something like that? Oh, I knew straight away. Oh, really? Because I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it with somebody else before. Oh, right. So this isn't like your first kind of run-in with that type of encounter? No. No, and straight away, like, I, I sort of froze when I looked at her face and I felt sick in the stomach and I, I knew straight away what was going on. Yeah. So, mm, previous experience. What do you think the whole conversation thing was? Do you think you were talking to this spirit directly or do you think that, Sarah just has no no genuine recollection of what was going on there. I just think Sarah has no recollection. Yeah, she's lying, it was, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I could have been talking to the deceased person. I don't know, but I, I honestly can't answer that. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, very strange. What do you what do you think was going on there? If I put myself in Sarah's shoes or what I was looking at, um, maybe the spirit entered, and she just her, maybe her thoughts were blocked. She could hear me, and she answered back. It wasn't an in depth conversation; it was just general chit chat about whatever. And it was just she doesn't remember like. Yeah, maybe it was it's sort of like an amnesia thing, maybe. I don't know. I can't explain it. I really can't explain it. And did you notice, like, anything different about the way that she was speaking in that conversation at all? Short words, like short sentences, yeah, very short sentences. So Usually she wrote, she's a chatterbox. Oh, okay. So it was kind of, like, yeah. just enough to, to get the conversation yeah. done. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like we'd say, "Oh, what are we doing today?" Well, usually it'd be like, "Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. two hens cackling with each other." You know? <laughs> no, but I it get was that. like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, but it was like, "Oh, what are we doing?" Oh, what are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? And it was, yeah, they were very short sentences. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So 
phone, maybe it was the deceased lady talking, or Sarah just, she was detonated, like I said, brain dead. You know what I mean? Like sort of on on hold or something, and she was just answering what she needed to answer. I don't know. Yeah, like she was just kind of stuck on autopilot type of thing. Exactly right. It's so fascinating. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation because if you've already previously had an encounter with someone in a similar type of scenario, Mm. it would be, you'd really be on high alert of, oh my gosh, is this thing happening again? Uh, It's, uh, if you don't mind me talking, I grew up in sort of a paranormal situation. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's been, I've seen this before with a family member. And it, w- it was worse than that. So, and I didn't think, oh, it's happening again. I just thought, oh, here's just another one for the books, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't like it. But what do you do? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Story for another time. <laughs> I, I guess it's it's one of those things like you can't say, hey, Mr. Mr. Ghost or Mr. Spirit or whatever you are, I need to continue chatting to my friend. Please stop whatever you're doing. Yeah, boot off. <laughs> <laughs> How it, dare you interfere with our girls' time? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this was a girls' weekend, mate. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you were, if you're in that situation again, like, is there anything that you would do differently, knowing kind of what you know now? I'd still probably freak out because it's a shock when it happens. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it, it's a shock to the system. Uh, what would I do? I'd probably do the same thing, to be honest. I, I really would. I'm, I'm, I know that's a horrible thing, like, oh, how can you desert your best friend? Like, mate. Well, when, your friend had company anyway, by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah, had company, but the thing is, it's like a fight or flight mode when people are scared. And for me, it was... I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's a situation that's so beyond your control Dang. that even if you had a a a fight response to it, what are you going to do? I know. That's why like, I couldn't talk to her for days. Could do it. And when we did speak like on the Wednesday or Thursday and I told her about it, she was really shocked. She was really shocked and she doesn't even remember. And I told her how she looked. Um, the, the thing we spoke about at the time, she, she doesn't remember at all. Yeah, it's so, it's so weird. The fact that you can have uh, not, not so much a possession, but like such an influence that you have zero awareness about really mm-hmm. makes me kind of wonder what happens in you know, potentially darker situations where really terrible things happen and the person just has zero idea that they're doing it or or anything mm. like that. Yeah. I do believe that when a person is down, that certain spirits do prey on humans, yeah. And I think that's what's happened here, sort of a latch on. Um, but, yeah, I, I, Sarah is, in her personal life, is, is a lot better off now. And with the cleansing, she's so... I've seen a massive change in her now. It, she seems happier, freer, more determined to do things. It's just she's the old Sarah that I knew from 
maybe two years ago. Oh, that's excellent to hear. Yeah, so it made a difference. It really did. But I think this poor spirit has just latched onto her. Don't know why. Maybe because they used to help her um, when she was alive. Yeah, it's just that familiar face. Mm. And yeah, like I have no idea what is on the other side. And yeah. who, who knows? Like maybe this, this spirit, this woman was just too afraid to to take that leap to whatever is there and I guess Sarah was that safe place for her and it's potentially yeah. easier for her to hang on to her than to move on. Yeah. Well, when this uh, lady was alive, apparently she was a very scared person and there was certain factors in her private life which caused her to be very scared and fearful. She had basically no control over her own life. I won't go into it. And just didn't Sarah with that caring and sympathetic in Yeah, yeah. It it definitely seems to and of course it's all speculation, but yeah, it definitely seems to be that the she just felt like home. That was her safe place with, with Sarah. Could be. Could be, yeah. Mm. That is truly a fascinating encounter and the fact that it kind of steamrolled so quickly over over one weekend and your your friend had to kind of deal with the the knock-on effect of that for for six months and kind of came out of it a much better person like that is just the the absolute silver lining on i guess a rather terrifying weekend away yeah and i'm glad that the spirit was moved on to a better place. So, yeah, bit of a sad situation, but, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal in UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, Don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.